Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Hello, I'm so excited to share a session today which is based on how to worry less. So The reason I was inspired to do this topic was simply because I had a session with a beautiful client who disclaimed immediately to be a warrior, uh, specifically about one of her children, actually. Um, At the end of our soul journey session, (laughs) she had way too much on her plate in terms of her life purpose. She thought that just because she was in her 60s that you know, life would start to quiet down, but it seemed that her spirit guides had other ideas. So by the end of our session together, she was actually really excited and motivated for what was coming. Um, And if you're not sure what a soul journey is, a soul journey is essentially a shamanic healing journey that I offer. And essentially what happens is we have a chat together via Zoom and I ask you lots of questions about what it is that you're, you know, seeking from the experience, what it is that's caused you to ask for a soul journey. And we get this kind of, I call it the shopping list of things that you would like clarity or insight around or areas of your life that you would like to release certain trauma, whatever the thing is for you. And once I have this list, I then, we then disconnect and I go into a trance-like state where I connect with my spirit guides and then go into your energy field where I'm able to, to commune with your spirit guides as well as clear whatever comes up, any sort of energies or entities that are in your personal energetic field that need clearing and get insight and guidance from your guides around um, the questions that you have for them. So it's a really powerful experience and I highly recommend it if you are looking, you know, you're at that place in life where you're not sure what's coming next, you feel perhaps stuck in where you're at, and you could just do with that extra level of guidance. I find that this is a really, really powerful way to get you right on your true path. So um, yes, if you're interested in a soul journey, please go to my website, www.kwilson.love forward slash healing, and you will see soul journeys available to you there and simply book one in for yourself. So as I was saying, the reason that I wanted to talk about worrying today was because this client was, I was discussing it with this client. And what I want to share with you in this episode is just some really practical takeaways that will help you help yourself, essentially, particularly as we go through these current times, whereby 
there is a lot of solar energy coming into our atmosphere, which means if you've looked at the Schumann resonance, which is the energetic frequency of the planet, it's going off the chart. The solar bursts that are hitting our planet at the moment are extraordinary. Might be why you're experiencing some of your tech not working as effectively as possible. I know that I've been experiencing this. Um, and what it also creates is a really strong disparity between happiness, if you like, and depression. <laughs> so even through your day, you might swing from one powerful place to another. It can almost feel like you're going a bit mad, but don't worry. This is all part of this cleansing process that I have talked to you in the last few podcasts that we're all going through as a collective. And it's another reason that I wanted to talk to you about worrying today, which which is something that we can really work with in very practical ways. And what I wanted to share with you was some of those techniques that you can start to use in your day-to-day -day life that can help you understand how to create a much more internally supportive mindset. So first of all, what is worrying? I heard this description the other day that I really liked. And someone described worrying as it's like a rocking chair. It will keep you busy, but it won't get you anywhere. And, and that's a reality, right? Worrying is essentially us investing time and energy into situations that we can't affect change on, whether it's because we're worrying about somebody else or we're worrying about something that's already happened or something that will happen. It is almost a definition of insanity, right? Putting all of this effort and concern into something that we have no control over. Now, worrying tends to develop over a period of time. It's a habit that we, we start to adopt. And whether that's because of the people that were around us when we were young or the situations that we have found ourselves in as we got older, the reality is that it doesn't actually matter. It's what you do from this point on. It's whether you're willing to take responsibility for your mindset, for your personal happiness, and actively start to cultivate a mindset which is much more supportive and empowering. And this is what I want to talk to you specifically today, because what I think a lot of people believe is that they're kind of victims of the state. They call it, they just describe themselves as a warrior, like it's a fateful thing. Life has made me this way. And that actually isn't remotely true. It's simply a habit that has become your identity. And what we want to recognize today is actually how powerful you are and how you have the opportunity to change this habit should you wish to take responsibility for it and firstly it's really important to look at the value of these things okay because we always do things that we value whether they're good for us or not the reality is if we on some level are getting something out of it we're going to keep doing it so the first thing I'd like to do is look specifically at what worrying actually is. And when I say worrying, I'm talking about negative thinking. And I use the word negative really specifically because it actually describes exactly what's happening to us energetically. With every 
fearful, doubtful, or anxious thought with every negative connotation that we're allowing our mind to consume, we are depleting our level of internal well-being. It's like death by a thousand cuts, okay? It's literally every single negative thought, that minus sign, the negative sign, it is taking away from your sense of self. And that's why it's really important to recognize that you're the one that is allowing this to take place because our thoughts don't just happen. There is a part of us that's able to observe, manipulate and control those thought patterns. The fact that we don't know that is the only thing that stops us from starting to action it. A lot of people use meditation as a way to recognize that they have control over their thoughts. And the reason that meditation is very good at showing you this is because when you meditate, I know you've all heard this, your mind will go quiet or that's supposed to be the goal. The difficulty everybody has is that even as a practice meditator, my thoughts will come in, it's inevitable, but it's through constantly returning myself to a focus that I can start to exercise control over my thinking. And so meditation is really effective at teaching you that you're not a victim of your thoughts, that you can actually control what's happening. But I'm not going to go deeply into meditation today because I know that a lot of people struggle with meditation. And what I'm seeking to do today is to just give you some practical ways for you to start helping yourself, essentially. So what we really want to start doing is looking at the quality of our thoughts, really starting to cultivate, as I mentioned before, the types of thoughts that we want to entertain in our minds. Because when we're allowing negative thoughts to just tumble through, we end up in these spirals, which can feel really challenging to get out of. And so the carrot that I want to offer you is that our positive thoughts, so that positive being the plus sign, they actively create, act as an addition to your life. When you think happy thoughts about yourself, which are authentic, and meaningful to you, you start to feel better, which means you start to build up that inner well of self-belief. Positive thoughts actually energize us. They bring us up. They lift our vibration. It gives you a whole new slant on chronic fatigue when you understand that negative thoughts literally deplete you and deplete your energy and positive self-approving, self-appreciating thoughts, positive additional energetic thoughts are actually going to lift you up and energize you. And so recognizing that by starting to build a habit of quality self-supporting thoughts we really help ourselves move into a much more powerful and happier place to be and not only are they an addition to our lives but also when we start to think more positively about things our thoughts become slower things start to relax because they're not driven by fear, which can be this endless torrent, 
they are much more enjoyable to experience. Simply saying, I intend to have a really good day today versus worrying about all the things that could happen. It's a very different experience. It's a much more peaceful experience. So the way that we can start to really activate our desire to think in a more positive way is to observe how we choose to perceive certain situations. For example, if, if my husband said to me, today it's going to rain, I have three options in how I choose to respond to that statement, okay? The first one might be negative, which is, oh God, it's gonna be dreary. I'm gonna get wet when I go outside. That's gonna put me off going outside. This isn't going to be such a great day. The middle response might be neutral, which is, hmm, okay, it's gonna rain. That's cool. I can just do my thing. I'm waterproof, it's no big deal. Or it could be positive. I might be a gardener and be thrilled that it's going to rain. I know that every time almost I talk to my dad, who lives in England, he tells me how wonderful it is it's raining. <laughs> I'm always amazed. But, you know, but he lives in England, which is a very rainy place. And the fact that he finds out a good thing is really helpful, I would have thought. So we always have a choice as to how we want to perceive things. And I'll be really honest with you, it's not always easy to transform the way that we respond to situations, but it's in the desire to try that we actually make the first step. And as with any habit, the small steps that we make that build up over time lead to big changes. So if you're someone who would describe yourself as a warrior, I'd like you to spend time initially thinking about the person you would rather be, the person that you wish to become, and then think about how the decisions you're making day to day to allow yourself to wallow in these thoughts of worry, fear, and misery are actually in alignment with the happy, peaceful person that you want to be. I think we're very used to outsourcing our problems to other people in order for them to fix it for us. This is actually really disempowering because it means that we constantly have this sense of not being able to help ourselves reaffirmed, reaffirmed, reaffirmed. And that is not a powerful way for us to feel and think about ourselves. Taking considered steps to change the way that we want to relate to ourselves first is the most powerful thing that we can start to do. So the way that we choose to perceive situations is the number one way for us to start to initiate change in terms of cultivating a more powerful way to perceive and exist in the world. It's also helpful to remember your virtues, okay? And by virtues, I mean your innate character traits that may be subdued within you, latent within you, but very much still exist within you. To give you some examples, your virtues might range between appreciation, cleanliness, cooperation, energetic, honesty, maturity, humility, contentment, self-confidence, good wishes, introspection, and tolerance. 
Now, you may have lined up with some of those, none of those, most of those. It doesn't really matter. What I hope it's given you is an idea of what your virtues look like. That was just a sample. There are many virtues. You can look them up on the internet. <laughs> but the reality is that they're all aspects of who you are. Now, you might think, oh, but Kay, I like to be clean, but I'm not very clean. Now, the reality is that the only reason that you may not feel as lined up with one of those virtues as you would like to be is simply a question of practice and acknowledgement. A beautiful virtue is love. That is a beautiful virtue. And yet it's one that a lot of people think they need to find from outside themselves. But love is a quality that we all have. It's something that we're born with. All children are able to love very easily. It's only circumstances, experiences, and the people around them that teach them otherwise. So to actually reflect on the fact that you already have a lot of beautiful qualities within yourself that you can start to reflect upon and spend time appreciating about yourself, this can also help you shift your focus from a place that is fearful to a place that is preoccupied with filling up that cup inside you that is where your well-being comes from. So it's really important to acknowledge the virtues that we hold. A lot of people think they're broken, that they're lost in life in some way, that they don't have what they need to survive or do well. And that's simply because they've lost sight of their virtues that sit already within themselves. And it's such a gift to start to realign with those beautiful aspects of who you already are. And when you start to realize that you have these beautiful virtues, you have these wonderful qualities, you start to see yourself in a different way and appreciate yourself in a new and refreshed way. So having acknowledged that you have these beautiful qualities in yourself, that you can start to appreciate in yourself, that you can perhaps use as mantras to remind yourself that you have these beautiful qualities in yourself can be really helpful because essentially what we're trying to do here is create a mental diet of thoughts and feelings that actually start to support and empower you. But another useful thing to consider is that when you start any new project, when you start any new venture, it always feels good. It's only as we move into the middle of that experience that things can start to get tricky. But it's how we react in those moments that really helps us move through to completion of that project. And so when I talk about a project, it could be anything from you know, redecorating your home to a project at work, and to doing your taxes, you know, you can, you go through this experience where you're like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this thing and it's gonna be good. It's gonna be much easier than I expect it to be. Or, and I'm thinking about my taxes there, but it could be something that's really enjoyable to you. It could just be an art project, okay? Art creativity is really helpful because, you know, so often in creativity, we go through this middle stage of chaos where, 
you're like, oh, I like it up to here, but I'm worried that if I do much more, it's going to ruin it. And then, you know, all this self-doubt kicks in. Is it good? Is it not good? Because, you know, we've now stepped out of our own power and we're worrying about it being validated by others, but I'll leave that for another episode. You know, what we're doing here is we're going through this tricky stage where we could kind of go either way. I can continue to line up with myself or I can actually start to doubt and fear what's the outcome. And the reality is that we actually create the outcome by deciding how we're gonna feel about it halfway. And so these experiences can be really powerful for you to latch onto and start to use in a really helpful and self-supportive way. And you know, a cycle could be, as, could be your day. The beginning of the day, we feel good. At the end of the day, we feel relieved or happy or content, depending on how the day went. But how we move through the middle of that day is up to us. And we always are given a choice. Am I going to worry and am I going to freak out? Or am I going to really take a moment to remember that I have control over my thoughts? And I may not know what's going to happen next, but I trust that the right outcome will come. And this is another really powerful thing to do. A lot of us have a default that we tend to think the worst of a situation as opposed, as opposed to trusting that the right thing is gonna happen. And this is a really big mind shift, okay? And the reality is we've been taught to worry about an outcome, to cover all the bases. But the reality is we never actually know what is gonna happen. So all we're doing there is creating a lot of anxiety and fear when the outcome is going to be the outcome and we're going to have to deal with it, whatever it looks like. And so the other option might be, I'm going to trust I've done everything I can that feels good to me. And now I'm just going to let go and trust this day to be whatever it is. It actually reminds me of my wedding day. It was a bit like that. <laughs> so as we came up to the day, I you know got the dress, the bridesmaids, the food, the menus for the table, like all the things that I needed to get done, done. And then as the day came up, I just thought to myself, there's nothing more I can do now. So I'm just going to enjoy my day. And I had the best day, best day of my life. And I simply just let go and allowed it to be what it was. And it was fun and it was enjoyable. It was beautiful. And in many ways, it was better than I could have hoped for. But it was in allowing myself to trust the best outcome that I had the best result. So really allowing yourself to move through experiences coming from an energy that is predetermined. You're predetermining a fearful experience right now, which is why you're choosing to worry. If you can predetermine the best possible outcome, in spite of whatever the reality might look like, I know you're gonna feel like you're going crazy, but actually it will create a lot more peace in your life, a lot more happiness and a lot more empowerment. So I hope that these tools are useful to you. As I mentioned at the beginning, if you would like a soul journey, if you would like me to connect with your spirit guides and share insights and tips into your future and clear your field, it would be an absolute privilege to do so. It is a really powerful process that literally changes lives. And it's really helpful if you're feeling stuck or lost in any way. If this feels like something that would serve you, please go to my website, www.kwilson.love forward slash healing, and you'll find 
the soul journey available to you there. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.